Hey guys, it's Fo. Welcome to the Girl Talk with Fo podcast, where I talk faith, finances, and business, and I teach you how to dump debt, build bank, and create the life you want. Let's talk. Hello, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. How are you doing? So first and foremost, guys, I want to thank you guys for being such awesome listeners. You guys recognize that I have done a pivot in the podcast and you have stuck with me. I've gotten text messages, messages. You guys are really digging the new format of the podcast and I appreciate you sticking with me. When I you know, do the intro of this podcast, you guys hear me say, I want to talk about faith, finances, and business. And I did a whole season of finances. And now I'm just harboring on faith because it's important. Not to say that I won't talk about finances or business again. I'm just at a season in my life where faith is important as ever. And I need to share some of the things that I have been receiving as wisdom. So anyway, thanks for that. And again, let me start off with some announcements. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I am at Girl Talk with Fo on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. I really don't tweet guys. I'll be honest with you. So if you tweet me or anything, it's probably going to be like a week or so before I see it. So just FYI. All right. And also a reminder of my upcoming webinar, Best Life on a Budget Masterclass. You can sign up at webinar.girltalkwithfo.com. I'm going to be telling you everything you need to know about living your best life on a budget, how to travel, how to save, how to give, how to do all the things on a budget. Y'all live your best life. Don't forget to invite a friend. Again, that's webinar.girltalkwithfo.com to sign up. You must register in, register in order to get the link. Everyone's going to get their own private link, so make sure you are registered for that. All right, and last but not least, don't forget to share and rate the podcast. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, how about go to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is now, and leave a five-star rating. And when you leave a five-star rating or, or whatever, leave a review. I want to know what you guys are thinking. You know, I, I appreciate the stars by all means. I appreciate that. But let me know, drop a note and leave a review. All right. So let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is called fix this first. And this all stems from some things that I recently went through, nothing tragic or anything major, but just something that required me to really do an internal search, an internal evaluation of myself. And I just want to share some insights that I gathered from that. But actually, before I talk about that, fix um, fix this first, I want to talk about um, something new that I think I'm going to introduce to the podcast. And you guys let me know your feel for it. But I want to talk about actually the latest books that I have been reading. So you guys know last year I read 24 books. I think more than 24, I don't know. But let's say 24 books. So I was reading like two to three books per month. And I kind of fell off. I'm going to admit, you know, January came and just priorities shifted. You guys, I talked about that in the last podcast episode. My priorities shifted and I haven't been reading as much as I did last year. Maybe it's like reader's burnout. I don't know if that's a thing. And maybe I just put more stuff on my plate this year that, you know, took away time to read. But nonetheless, I'm getting back into the swing of things. And last week, uh, I read a book in a couple of days. It took me about three days, but it's called The Intercessor's Handbook. And if you're ever interested in knowing what books I've read, if you go to my website, there is a, um, there should be a tab that says like recommendations or something like that. 
um, I list all my books that I've read there, or you can go on Instagram and I actually have a highlight that says books or something like that. And you can see all the books I read, not saying all those books are good. I'm just saying those are all the books that I have read. Some of those books I probably wouldn't recommend. And I, on my website, I've tried to do a good job of taking the ones that I do not recommend off. Um, but if you're trying to find it for sure, you can go to Instagram and see books in the highlights and you can go to the link in my Instagram bio and I ha actually have a button that will take you to my books that I've read. So last week I read a book. The book is entitled The Intercessor's Handbook. Don't ask me the author's name because I don't have the book in front of me and I can't tell you. But again, it's on Instagram. It's called The Intercessor's Handbook and this is a book about prayer. And um, I have been wanting to get a book about prayer for a minute. So literally I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna buy some books. I went on Amazon, typed in prayer books, and I started searching and looking for ones that had the top reviews. I read the reviews to make sure this was legitimate because we're not trying to bring no witchcraft or sorcery in my house. So I read the reviews. Um, this particular book and this author had five-star ratings. So I got the book read in about three days. Now, this book is very powerful. I will say that. It's very powerful. If you are interested in reading it, let me give you a caveat and give you a disclaimer. If you are um, not um, prepared to hear things about spiritual warfare, if you're not prepared to hear things about demonic spirits that exist and the fact that the spiritual realm exists and, you know, there are angels and there are demonic forces and people are walking around with demons in them. If you're not ready to hear that and, and you know, face that reality, don't read the book because it'll scare you. Um, so I'm just going to say that. If you're not ready to come to the realization that this is very much a spiritual world and demons do exist and that stuff y'all be watching in movies thinking it's just a movie, uh, that stuff happens in real life. So just FYI. Um, but otherwise, it's a powerful book that teaches you how to pray, the authority that you have in prayer. Um, if you have a prophetic gift, definitely a good book to read. Um, so anyway, that's the book that I read and it did not take long to read at all. So I have some two uh, two new books that actually came in the mail today. The first one is I Will Teach You be, To Be Rich. Again, don't ask me who the author is right now. I'll put it all in the show notes. Um, but this particular uh, book, the author is actually going to be the keynote speaker at a conference that I'll be attending in September. So I'm going to FinCon, which is a financial conference for finance nerds. But he will be the keynote speaker. So I figured I'd just read the book before I went to the conference. So I'm like acutely aware of some of his talking points and just because I'm interested in what um, insight he has to share. And then I also ordered another prayer book and I honestly don't remember the name of it. So I just been ordering books on Amazon, y'all. My method for ordering books, I'll see what other people are reading. Like there are certain people I follow on Instagram who share their books. And so I research them and if I think that it's something that I'm interested in and I'll, I'll buy it. So I never really know the author of the book. So I never remember that or half the time the titles, but I can tell you if it was good or not. So those are the two books that I'm reading. So if you're interested in uh, the books that I'm reading, again, check it out on Instagram. There is a page on my website. Honestly, I think it's uh, girlshotwithflow.com forward slash either recommendations I think y'all I could be all wrong just look on the site go to the I'm for sure that if you go on the home page um there should be a link to my books that I've read but anyway that's that so I'm going to add that segment to the to the podcast where I talk about whatever books I'm reading and whether it's a yay or a nay and so the intercessor's handbook was a yay but you got to be prepared like if you just you know 
if you if you're not ready, just I'm just gonna tell you stay away from it because it might scare you. All right, so today's topic again is fix this first, and this topic is gonna be very vulnerable. I'll be quite honest with you guys, because um, it's gonna share a lot of things about me that I had to face. And for some of you who may think that you know for some reason that I may have it all together, well, this podcast is gonna shed light otherwise. If you ever ask me anything pertaining to my high school, if you ask me, hey, are you going to a class reunion? Hey, do you talk to this person? My my answer is always going to be a resounding no. I didn't necessarily have a bad experience in high school. I, my senior year was probably the worst of all. I was I graduated salutatorian of my class. However, the process of getting there was very uh, much a battle. So um, during my senior year of high school, there was another young lady who had not taken any advanced classes, hadn't taken any honors classes. And me, I took college classes in high school. So she had a higher GPA, but did not necessarily have the weight that my GPA had, if that makes sense. So nonetheless, um, they were trying to allow her to be salutatorian. If y'all know my mama, and if you know my grandmother, that was not going to fly. I had worked hard. I had made straight A's in school, probably made like one or two B's, but I had worked my butt off. And um, I had taken advanced courses and for someone to say, well, you know, well, this person who took, you know, regular classes is going to be salutatory and that wasn't going to fly. So that, that was probably the most difficult year, my senior year, because my mom was like, I'm calling my attorney. It got that bad, y'all. Needless to say, Phoenicia, then Reagan, was class salutatorian. Um, we got that straight. But that was like the worst year that I had in high school. But um, otherwise, I, high school was pretty much okay. But, you know, recently I discovered that I had some other issues from my high school experience, my teenage experience that had been lingering in my heart. And um, I'll tell you how it all came about. So I had a dream. It was a few days ago. I had a dream about a classmate in high school, and I'm not obviously going to say these people's names or anything, but I had a dream about one of my classmates in high school. And it was odd because, you know, I don't have any issues with this person. We weren't friends, but we were cordial, and I haven't talked to her probably since high school. But I had a dream about this young lady, and I had a dream that my mom um, was hosting a workshop and I was presenting, and this young lady was there. Ironically, at the same time, though, during this workshop, she had a video that leaked of her like doing some stuff that she probably shouldn't have been doing. Right. And I just remember at that workshop, they would call her name and I would laugh and I would just be real petty. And I'm not a petty person. Like I might think things in my mind, but I'm not petty and like immature. I'm not going to treat, mistreat someone, you know, or whatever. So not to say that having petty thoughts isn't just as bad, but I'm not a petty person just in general. But I remember at this particular event, I was just being super petty, um, basically mocking her for the fact that the video had been released about her and just being a, a mean girl, pretty much I was. And so anyway, I woke up and I told you guys, now I journal in the morning. So I woke up and I journal. I was like, Lord, why did I have this dream? Like, why was I so petty in this dream? Furthermore, why did I dream about a person that I have not had any contact with in years? I don't know. When did I graduate high school? Like 13 years ago? Oh my gosh, I'm old. So um, 
I, I, I just needed to understand. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to have to ponder this on my way to work because I just don't understand why I was dreaming about this person and um, why I was being petty in the dream. So as I was riding to work, like God just gave me a download. When you ask God for wisdom and you ask God to purify your heart, just be prepared. That's all I'm going to say. So I was driving on the road and he really gave me a download. And this is the download that I got. He said, you're dealing with a 70-year-old hurt of feeling undervalued and underestimated. People knew that I was a smart girl. I was in band. I was drum major. I was even homecoming queen my senior year, I believe it was. But I felt like um, people didn't see my full potential. And so a lot of times other people got picked for things before me. And I actually remember an incident in, in my senior year. I was running for senior class president. I had been freshman class president and I had been on like the SGA or whatever. But I was running for senior class. And I remember one of my classmates, I remember who it was actually, said to me, we're tired of you winning stuff. I was like, What? So it was almost like they were blocking me, like, nah, we're going to let somebody else get some shine because we just, we're tired of you being great. <laughs> we're tired of you being great. But anyway, um, in that moment, I felt like God was really revealing to me, like, you know, you have hurts from when you were like a 16, 17-year-old girl when you felt like people just didn't see you for your full potential. Um, I think people felt like, oh, she's smart. And that was proven. Like, I, I knew I was smart. I was successful in um, things like band. I won a national. Actually, my teammate and I won first place at a national competition for FBLA. Like, I was the smart girl, and I was actually voted most likely to succeed. But I felt like I was more than that. Like, I was often overlooked for the cool kid stuff. That's a better way to put it. Like, I wasn't seen as a cool kid. I was just seen as a smart kid. So God was revealing me, like, you are dealing with some seven year old hurts and what I wrote down and what I actually share with my husband and a few close friends was like God was telling me like but now that time has gone by and you've grown into this swan while others have you know basically their decisions have really ruined their potential not saying no one anyone can't redeem themselves but I, I have classmates that had they were held in high regard and their just their life decisions have just they just did not reach their full potential if that makes sense and you guys probably have people like that too where they were held in high regard they were smart they were ambitious but then they just made these bad life decisions and now you know they're back at home and they they aren't doing well at all so for me it was like okay now I've grown up I'm grown into this swan I've reached my full potential and I'm still you know manifesting all the things that God has ordained for my life. And as a result, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all what was in my heart. As a result, I wanted everyone to be like, I told, I wanted to tell them, like, I told y'all, I told y'all, look at me. I told y'all I was a swan. I, I told y'all I was great. And now y'all going to see me shine on Instagram and you're going to feel stupid for underestimating me. That was in my heart, y'all. I wanted all these people who underestimated me, classmates, teachers, the like, whoever, to now see that you just thought I was this person. Now I'm doing well and look at these people that you put on a pedestal. And um, that was in my heart for people to be like, for me to be like, I don't want to be your friend. Because a, a lot of my classmates, I'll be honest with y'all, a lot of my classmates have requested to be my friend on Facebook and they're still sitting in the request. I'm not even... That's probably petty of me, but I just don't want to be their friend. But I want y'all to see me glow up on social media. That was in my heart. Y'all, I'm telling you all this stemmed from me saying, 
I asked God the, the day before that dream was like, purify my heart, Lord. You don't, we don't know what we ask God when we ask him, because he's going to do what you ask him to do. And he's like, okay, well, you got this issue from when you were a 17 year old girl, when you felt like people, other people were put on a pedestal and they were uh, highly regarded in areas that you felt that you were great at. You felt spited. And now, you know, years later, 13 plus years later, now you're dealing with this issue of bitterness where you want people to see, look, I'm great. Y'all underestimated me. Now what? Now look at yourself. That's that's that was in my heart, y'all. I'm just saying. I know I'm not the only one. So the 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 dream, I mean, that was the first part of the dream. But another significant part of this dream was this girl was associated with um and I can't say too much cuz then it kind of you know, people then figure out who I'm talking about. But um, this particular girl was associated with a group of people that I no longer uh, associated with, if that makes sense. <laughs> I don't want to disclose too many details, but this particular person was associated with a group of people that I no longer associate with. I thought they were, were we were friends, but, you know, some things happened and um, I no longer associate with him. But that unraveled another issue for me. It was that I was dealing with my 20-year-old self where I felt betrayed by these people um, that I thought were my friends who who knew some things that were going on um, concerning me, but they didn't tell me. And so for a long time, I have held this bitterness against them. And um, honestly, if I saw them in public, I probably wouldn't speak to them. I know y'all, the Christian me, yes. I probably would not have, if I saw them in public, I probably would not have spoken to them. And what they stood to me represented what Judas was to Jesus. And I held that for years. And I just literally, literally realized that I was holding that bitterness towards them. And so having that dream with that particular person and who she was associated with and all that stuff revealed two things about me. That one, I had an issue where I was dealing with, I felt undervalued as um, undervalued and underestimated as a teen. And then in my 20s, when I was in college, I felt betrayed by people who I thought were my friends and I held bitterness to that. And so when people would ask me, are, are you going to, I think we had a class reunion. They were trying to plan it. And um, I think I was talking to my cousin because like three of my cousins, all of us were all born, born in the same year. You know what was going on around that time. But we were all born in the same year. So we were in the same graduating class. And I was talking to one of my cousins and he was asking me if I was going. I was like, you know, I'm not going. And I never I always knew that there was there was like this dislike that I had towards the people in my past, but this really revealed the root of it. Like it was bitterness because I felt betrayed by people who should have been my friends, um, who did not necessarily have my best interest in mind. I really think of them or I thought of them as Judas. So I tell you guys this story, not just for sheer gossip, you know, um, I've shared my testimony before y'all. I've had way crazier things happen in my life. I've been stalked in the airport, like all kinds of stuff has happened. But this is one of those moments where God was like, no, nah, this isn't in on, on anyone else. This is on you. These are the things that you have in your heart that you need to get over. 
girl, it's been 13 years. Why are you still mad that they tried to, you know, not let you be salutatory? And why are you still mad that people underestimated you? And why are you still seeking to show that, hey, I'm great. I, You thought they were great. Well, guess what? I'm greater. Look at me now. And then also show that, look, you know, years later, you still are dealing with some unforgiveness in your heart. Like you are harboring bitterness towards people who probably don't even know that you have bitterness towards them. They are flying blindly sitting here trying to be your friend on Facebook. <laughs> and meanwhile, you're like, uh, no, I don't want to talk to you. And it was an eye opener. It really wasn't. I remember I shared it with my best friend because she's been with, we've been friends since like we've been sophomores in high school. So she knows like all these, you know, nuances and these situations that I've been through. And she was like, that's deep. <laughs> that's really deep. And it is because I just did not know that I had all that in my heart. And then when I was thinking, I was like, should I share this on the podcast? And the answer is yes, obviously, because I am. But it just gave me the revelation that, you know, we got to fix some things first. And I know the reason that God revealed this one is because I asked him, but two is because I needed to get rid of that bitterness and I need to, for, I needed to forgive those people in order for me to be able to do what he's called me to do. And a lot of times we're wondering why things aren't happening in our lives, why God isn't allowing things to manifest for us, why we keep praying and things aren't happening. It's because we're harboring unforgiveness. And the, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, when you don't forgive, that hinders your prayers. And although my prayers have been answered in so many ways, in order for me to go to the next level and do what God has called me to do, I had to uproot that bitterness that was in my heart for things that happened years ago. And for me, it was just high school, but there are people out here who are holding on to unforgiveness and bitterness from childhood, who are, you know, well beyond me in years that are holding on to things for 20, 30, you know, 40 years. And look at me, I'm looking back, I'm like, that was 13 years ago. And I'm holding on to um, people who hurt me or things that hurt me and not feeling that, you know, I was able to, it was just, it, it was just eye opening. 13 years later, I'm still having bitterness around people who probably don't even think about me, you know, on, on any given day. So, um, the thing I have to tell you guys, the thing that I did with that was I, I told my husband about it. I was like, hey, you know, I had a dream. He doesn't know my classmates because we didn't, we didn't go to the same high school. But I was telling him and I was kind of explaining the situation and the significance of who this person that I dreamed about was. What we talked about, I was like, you know what, now, like, what do I do from here? Because um, I'll be honest with y'all, just because I forgive someone and I forgive myself does not mean I want to necessarily still be associated with those people. So I, I was thinking, I was like, you know, what should I do? You know, what do I, where do I go next from here? He was like, just forgive them. Just forgive them. You know, these people didn't know they hurt you in the way that they did, but just forgive them. So I literally, I was at work when we were talking and I went outside and I called out every single name of the person, of the people who I felt betrayed me, of the people who I felt undervalued me and underestimated. I called them out by name. Y'all, people name I ain't called since like high school. I called out all these names of people that I felt did me wrong. And I'm like, I forgive them. And Lord, forgive me for harboring this bitterness for all these years. I know that there is something great that you want me to do. And you could not have done it if you did not purify my heart. If you didn't uproot those bitterness seeds and roots that were in there and uh, get that out of me so that I could do what you called me to do. 
So I forgave those people. They have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea. And I doubt that they even listen to this podcast. But, you know, they had no idea that I had that bitterness. To, they may have had some speculation. Actually, I think some of them did. Nonetheless, I did what I needed to do, which was forgive them for an offense that they didn't know that I had. And um, because of that, I believe that God is going to honor my prayers. He's going to answer my prayers when we forgive each other, then God will hear our prayers. And that's important. So the point of me telling you guys this story, again, was not just for gossip, but it's because I had a revelation that I felt would be useful for you guys. So here's what I would say that you guys do. One, ask God to purify your heart. He will reveal to you things that are in your heart that you didn't know are in your heart. So if you are dealing with um, prayers not being answered, you're feeling like, like you're not being making progress, check your heart. Check your heart. Ask God to reveal those things in your heart that you need to forgive people of, to let go of things that you need to uproot. Get those things out of your heart. The second thing I'll tell you to do is forgive people. And again, forgiveness is not for them. Forgiveness is for you. These people will never have any idea that I said I forgive you. They they have no idea. And the reason I think, um, of course, forgiveness for you is freeing. But if if anything else, if you can't think of any other reason to forgive somebody, know that your prayers are being hindered when you don't forgive. So forgive those people and then move on with your life. Yes, move on with your life. Just because you forgive someone does not mean that you have to be friends with them. You don't have to be buddy, buddy. Just forgive them and move on with your life and go on doing what God called you to do because he needed to get that out of you for you to get to that next level, for you to get those prayers answered, and for you to operate in the fullness of what he has called for you to do. So that was my week last week. It was deep, y'all. Just imagine driving down the road and God being like, "Uh, yeah, you're dealing with your 17-year-old issues, and you're also dealing with your 20-year-old issues of unforgiveness, of feeling undervalued, of betrayal, and all those things that you just need to let go. And I will tell you guys, it will go so far as like I would see visions of seeing these people in public and just being petty that's real talk I would imagine seeing these people in public and not talking to them and always wanting to always look my best <laughs> just in case I would see them so that they can see I'm doing great but y'all we gotta let that go I should that was very vulnerable of me y'all I'm just gonna let y'all know um I share that to help someone else because I know I'm not the only one who's, who's felt that way but I have to say that you know we can't just stay that way. We got to forgive. We got to release. We got to let go. And we got to move on and do what God called us to do. So my response was, again, I called those people out, out by name. I forgave them. And I'm just keep going with my life. <laughs> I'm going to keep going knowing that God has purified my heart in order for him to do what he needs me to do. And if I see those people in public, you know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to speak to them. And I mean, I sincerely mean that. I will speak to them. I hope your life is going well because I don't wish bad on anybody. That's one thing that I learned from this book is being very cautious about our words. Even though we are emotional and we may be hurt, let's not speak negatively and give the enemy a footstool and allow the enemy to work on um, on behalf of our words, which are then curses on other people. We want to make sure that we are spreading the light of God and speaking positive. So if I see them, I'm going to speak. Hope life is treating you well and keep it moving. And that's all you got to do. So I hope my story made sense, one, without revealing too much in people's identity and all that stuff. But I also hope that it helped you. And if you may be feeling bitterness or you may be feeling 
that things aren't moving in your life, recognizing that it may be an issue of the heart and you need to fix that first. Fix this first. Fix your heart first before you start asking God for all these blessings. Because if your heart is not right, you're not going to be able to sustain anything that God puts before you. You know, your heart has to be right. Your character has to be right. There's a saying that, you know, your um, your character has to keep you where your talent takes you or something. I'll probably butcher that quote, but y'all get what I'm saying. Like your character has to be there and your heart has to be pure in order for God to be able to elevate you to the level that he wants you to go. So again, I hope my story was beneficial. It was kind of crazy. Who knows what else God is going to reveal to me about myself. I'm sure there's more. I know that there is more. There are some undealt with things that um, God is going to reveal to me. But if this sounds like something that you've been dealing with, you know, bring it up to God, ask for forgiveness for harboring the bitterness and then forgive those people and just move on with your life and don't even worry about it. If you see them say, hey, hey, how you doing, girl? How you doing? I hope you're doing well and actually mean it. I hope they're doing well um, because we need more people to advance the kingdom. So nonetheless, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Remember, the webinar is happening um, on August the 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, webinar.girltalkwithfull.com to get registered. I would love to see your smiling faces there. And um, I can't wait to help you live your best life on a budget. So again, I hope this uh, podcast episode blessed you. And guys, I will talk to you next week. Bye. All right, guys, that's it for this episode of the podcast. If you like what you heard, head on over to girltalkwithflow.com forward slash podcast to sign up to be a part of our VIP squad. You'll get podcast episodes delivered directly to your inbox. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I am at girltalkwithflow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And if you like the show, make sure you head on over to Apple iTunes to leave a five-star rating and review. I'll talk to you in the next episode.